Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Welcome to Raw Impressions with Adele Barlow and Lou Barlow, the Freeform Podcast. Your favorite Freeform Podcast, (laughs) handmade in Western Mass, (laughs) Greenfield MA to be specific. 100% organic podcasting. No GMOs were used in the making of this podcast. (laughs) And were also fermented, by the way. (laughs) This is a completely fermented podcast. (laughs) It's pickled and fermented. I'm feeling And it's organic and local. So shove that up your reusable bag. Shove it in your reusable bag. Carry it around and put a button on it, too. And then put your blundstones on and then grab your flannel. I'd like to say that I've I've been feeling a little pickled lately. I'm feeling older. Yeah. I feel like the the whole theme of this last month has been like, my autumn has done come. That, I've never, God, I got to play you this Lee Hazelwood song. This is sounding, what is this? Is this the... That's the in- instrumental track from when I did the cover of Time. Time. I'll say that's Time, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just the instrumental. I heard that today and I was like, oh, I should add this. So you're reminding me to tell you that you're, what you just said is mm-hmm. my trigger to say aging is a gift. Aging is a gift. So we're meant to stop and observe these changes in our body and then feel some gratitude for it it hurts <laughs> it's that's, wet that's me that's that's what i have to tell myself it's guys. moist it hurts i know but you're lucky to grow old and to be in pain it's true yeah so it's a reframer we're gonna reframe I've it always wanted to be old yeah, well, don't get there so fast. Enjoy the now. Oh, I'm enjoying the now. Okay. A little too much. I saw this uh, woman who's 104, and they were interviewing, because I always love reading these interviews with people who are over 100, like, how do you live so long? And she said that uh, that you have to drink one Guinness a day, that that's what has kept her uh, healthy. One Guinness a day? Mm-hmm. And, well, I, and I thought, wow, well, what she, she's English. <laughs> what if you can't Irish? drink? What if you're a recovering alcoholic? What where, if, where is, what are these people going to do who can't have a Guinness a day? Where is she? Maybe you don't like Guinness. Where is she from? I didn't get that far, but I just kind of, 
I got distracted. <laughs> I read the I read the headline and I was like, noted. Okay, one Guinness a day. But then I was like, okay, if you can drink or you want to drink or whatever, um, I don't think I'm going to drink a Guinness a day. Uh, but I will say this: I know that there's things in Guinness. Um, iron. Iron, right? There's like minerals. It's actually a pretty low. Vitamins It's and actually minerals. a fairly low alcohol content too. Is it? It is. I do like, you know, if I have a Guinness, I'm like, you know, this is good. But actually, I never want more than one of them. So I could really, I could understand like just have her one. I, thankfully, I have the mind to go, that was good. You're done. You had your one Guinness, but. I don't have that. Would you have more than one Guinness? Absolutely. I would, I mean, I can't. Next up, Lou will be covering a Dinosaur Jr. song entitled, Not the Same, from the Where You Been record, released 30 years ago. On this day where you're so missed, it's clear Can't explain the road you're on And anyone who's been As I walk with you, it chills me so To hear you say it's gone the worst And though so dear Hearing dream my it's talk to you You seem fine again, my sweet Feels alright to me Is it right for you? Flipping out, I try to call you Till you come to me Tell me what to do And I know it's not the same There's no blame Still I bother you And you say it's not your deal It's mine to feel Follow through Come alive and know you sing with me But I won't sing not a thing I do Has it been a different feel for you Wholesomeness was going on Is that something new And I know it's not the same There's no blame and you say it's not your deal, it's mine to feel We won't coexist Anyway, you're not the same It's the blame Follow through
It's a lingering that comes to me Does it come to you? Are we really through? Any God would do this thing for me It's not much to ask Why can't you? And I'm gonna say I've had my way And you should solve it out What else can I do? You promised so much But lied with every touch I believed you Follow through Follow through Makes me feel like crying That was a beautiful cover, hun <sighs> Wow What a song Yeah, I spent like all day playing that And I was gonna I was gonna do like a four track version I was like I had all these fancy ideas And then then I just ended up playing it straight, just live to myself for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. We had our big show yesterday. We had like the yeah. our first show attempting to d- recreate that record, you know, mm-hmm. where you play the record from the beginning to the end. And mm-hmm. um, that's one of the songs on the record. It is acoustic based on the album. With, mm-hmm. It has like a lot of, it has timpani in it. It's a, it's a pretty grand, I remember liking it quite a bit mm-hmm. back in the day like okay that's mm-hmm. i could really hear jay's ghost in that song and mm-hmm. um love the texture mm-hmm. and so now that we are playing it and i i just i felt like i wanted to crawl inside the song and understand it you know because we're playing it very bare live it's a little it's a little awkward at this point so i thought it might help for it would help me to just you know, really immerse in the song. It also really reminds me of a song that I would do. I don't know. It really did to me too. Because it has yeah. a kind of downstroke. You like, dun, 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 dun. It's like it's got the, it has that kind of insistence that characterized a lot of my stuff in the early 90s too. And, and the melody. The melody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it really, um, it, it reminds me of how we are like musical brothers. Like we really do actually come from kind of an interesting common source, you know. And he's influenced me so much, to be honest. I mean, like, since we were kids. He was, you know, the most... His his uh, his talent and his drive, his creative ambition was really inspiring to me. So, I was hearing bits of uh, your song. I think I was telling you this the other day when you were practicing it, Imagined Life. It, it sort of reminded me mm-hmm. of that, that feeling in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's on emo, right? Is yeah. That right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Just sort of this um, melancholy feel, too. Yeah, I really that that vocal melody just mm-hmm. it, I, it makes a whole lot of sense to me. <laughs> I I agree. I, I would say it's also, very familiar. I was like, mm, oh, this sounds like Lewis right in your pocket. I lowered I lowered the pitch of the song. I lowered the key of the song mm-hmm. a lot. I lowered it probably five or six steps. So I could sing it because Jay on his version on the 
on the dino record, he's he kind of does that falsetto thing that he does. It's a nice counter to all the sounds. Do you know what I mean? It's like an interesting, like, oh, um, use of his voice. And uh, I love Jay's voice. And last night I got to go to the show. That was cool because I don't really know how many of these I'll get to see the Where You've Been, the Where You've Been shows. Um, Lou heads out and goes to London for the kind of the first of the anniversary shows. Mm -hmm. And then you'll be back in Brooklyn for quite a few, like seven or eight shows. I don't know. So I'm hoping to try to maybe come down on the train and hit like two at the end. That's my thinking. But um, you know, last night was not a disaster, which bodes well. I didn't well. think it was. A, I mean, listen, I thought you guys, you've practiced so much and you've really put in the time. And I think that you guys, um, you're working really hard on it to do a really good show for people. And it's show, it's, it's paying off. It's really, it's evident. I fucked up a lot last night. But, but that's hey, okay. Hey. You're going to get better as you do it. I mean, that was your first time doing it live. I'm saying for the first time. The whole full run. The you whole know? full run. Yeah. It was a, um, I didn't get too confused. Mm. Although I was up way past my bedtime. Last night? Yeah, we like hit hit the stage at nine o'clock. Oh, was yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, it was late. Usually we're in bed in, at that time. Oh, my God. Because oh, I've I been know. home more or less for the mm-hmm. you know for the so month I, of October. You know, I kind of got a little routine down where I get up, I drag myself up at like five thirty, six o'clock, and then uh, then you're kind of in bed. You're prone. You're lying down. You're relaxing. You're drifting into sleep. At at nines when we kind of start to round it's when things the Barlow up. family shuts down. When we round things up, it doesn't really shut down because we got a lot of active, active minds in this. I'm household. shut down. <laughs> they might not be. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Izzy is often not done. Her little brain winding down. Oh man, Ooh, Hendrix and, and I are in bed watching Prices Right reruns like from the 70s That's so cute oh my god the price is right <laughs> everyone what a show what a show oh my gosh can you please recreate that that intro like come on now like, did it did it did it did it did it did it <laughs> you know when they when they first started the show not to go too much on <coughs> god oh, damn it god that was <sighs> woo. oh old oh you're leaving that in you're leaving that in that's like that's you. That's all you, baby. I thought you meant I was going to leave the, the clot of mucus that gathered God. in my mouth. You're like, you're leaving that in your mouth. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not swallowing it. Ew. Oh, God. I almost just gagged in my mouth right now. It's going down. Oh, 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 okay. Back down the pipe that it just came up. That's, that's absolutely disgusting. Okay. Uh, People's where was saliva I? makes me oh. feel insane. Okay. Yes. The guy's name, the the announcer, Johnny. Johnny Olson. I can't remember. Johnny, God. Uh, jo- I Johnny. don't know. Oh, God. Uh, Who's the announcer on Edwards. The- <laughs> Johnny Olson. Frank. Yeah, yeah. But it, the, for the first seasons, he said, like, you know, um, he'd be like, Brad Davis, please stand up. Yeah. He told him to stand up at first. Oh, before they, were, they come running down? Before they come running down, they would actually just stand there. They were supposed to just stand up. So you'd see uh-huh. the people, they would. They always look so like, huh, what, it's yeah, me? they stand up. Like, and then they would all come down at once. Oh. But then, I don't know when, 
I oh. really, I'm I ready. I wonder when the shift happened where they do the individual sprint to the front. I want, <laughs> I, I, maybe Adam Sandler already did this, maybe, but this could be part of his, his life, his tribute to The Price is Right. Adam Sandler has de- devoted quite a bit of his time to the preservation he has? He owns The Price is Right. He does? He does. He's the fucking what? executive producer of he The is? Price is Right. Adam Sandler loves Price is Right. And he I had, that, had no idea. He had that, that, Good scene, for him. that scene in Happy Gilmore, like when he hits I fucking Bob Barker. I can't see that because that's like a golf movie. I don't it's a, Yeah, it's a, right? it's a golf movie about a very, like a, someone who, like an abuser, basically, a, a, a violent. Oh, no. Yeah, it's funny. Okay. But it's funny. Happy Gilmore. Hey, he can't control his humor. He hit just hit somebody. Oh. <laughs> he just hit Bob Barker with a golf club. Oh, he's he's volatile. He's dangerous. But it's Happy Gilmore. And it's a funny Adam Sandler film. Raw impressions. Backtrack retraction time. Adam Sandler, the actor, is not affiliated with The Price is Right. He is not the executive producer. A man named Adam Sandler is, but it is not the actor. So Adam Sandler loves The Price is Right. He loves it. Interesting. So I would like like, um, to see Mm -hmm. an oral history of The Price is Right. Oral history. Oral. Uh It's not dirty, honey. It's an oral history. (laughs) It's, uh, you know, it would be like, so it's a book, like where people's anecdotes are just all lined up. Be like, you know. Oh, that sounds amazing. So-and-so, you know, like here's so-and-so, three paragraphs from so-and-so who was a Barker's Beauty during, Mm -hmm. between 1974 and 1980, you know, and Mm. stuff like that. I know you've been really taunting me lately with uh, tales of, you guys are watching it in bed at night, and then the next morning you're like, well, guess what was on The Price is Right again? I'm like, God, geez, what? And you're like, it was a whole La Crusette set for only $300. (laughs) That's just mean telling me about that. That's just mean. I would love to have a gorgeous La Crusette set of yellow and brown and orange. There's one item that throughout the years remained consistently expensive. What? Sewing machines. Oh, yeah. Sewing machines. You'd be they like, there's expensive. like this, you know, they mm-hmm. would, a good hey, one. here's a sewing machine. And it's mm-hmm. you know, like, wow, it's a tiny sewing machine. Must be like a hundred bucks. Those are machines. No, Those things are 500 metal. 500 bucks. They were yeah. 500 bucks in 1972. They were yeah. five, they're 500 bucks now. They're like. You buy one, you have it for the rest of your life. I mean, you can have a sewing machine for generations. Really, truly. Sewing machine is a wonderful investment. You know, a two-door hatchback, mm-hmm. $1975, $3,000, <laughs> $3,000. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. 5000 Yeah. $5,000. Yeah. They had a Lincoln Continental on uh-huh. kind of recently, and that was 10000 I always wanted to like... You know, this is this ties into my like sort of weird camping fantasy, and maybe we should talk about that another time. But you know, when they would have sort of like a mobile home camper thing on there, and then they would have like a sort of staged look as if you're gonna, hey, and you're gonna take your family camping in this new mobile home oh, that's thing, showcase you know, shit right Show, there. showcase showdown, like the goodies, oh, yeah. and I'd just be like, yeah, and there I'm gonna sit in my little chair, and then. 
that little like 10 things going to pop up next to my mobile home thing. And I'm going to, I don't know why, what is this? What is this camping fantasy I have, but yet I don't actually want to camp. You know, I want to have the product like they, some, some genius was like, this woman needs to buy camping gear, but with no desire to with camp, no desire to camp. I'm, I'm really, because I, when I think about camping, I go, okay, so I'm going to put myself in an environment voluntarily and make myself uncomfortable. Why? To be close to nature. But I'm scared of bears. Nature's complicated. Yeah. I I mean, I'm legitimately really scared of the wildlife part of it, you know? And so that doesn't feel relaxing to me. Although Abby and Kathy go camping in P-Town and maybe there's no bears there. So I I hope there's no bears. I hate thinking about them now. Think about what you just said. What? You hope there's no bears in P-Town. What? Bears. Bears. Oh, (laughs) there's definitely bears in (laughs) P-Town. If you know, you know. (laughs) Look it up. Look it up, folks. But yeah. um, And then we have other friends that, you know, I know they really want to take us like camping and maybe I'll leave them nameless right now so they don't feel embarrassed. I feel like I should camp. I know. I feel like you need to, we need to like, maybe I need to actually do it so that maybe I'll become like, oh, actually, I love this. And I feel okay with it and i want to cook my dinner over a little fire my connection to nature is very tenuous right now yeah yeah i'm spending a lot of time not in in nature not outside yeah you've been really indoors you've been inside yesterday i walked i walked downstairs to the kitchen at three (laughs) o'clock in the afternoon and i was like whoa it's really beautiful outside i had no idea Mm mm-hmm no idea yeah, I had to walk home from the Y. Izzy had her first gymnastics class, and Lou had the car because he was down uh, at Jay's house doing band practice. So I walked home from the Y, which we live in walking distance, which is f- fucking great. And I was like, wow, it's a beautiful day. And so I texted my friend, and I was like, hey, guess what? It's a beautiful day out. And she's like, okay. And uh, she's so are you outside? And I'm like, no. I, I mean, I walked home, and then I went inside. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, that sounds more like you. <laughs> So it's like, I just, because what am I going to do out there? Outside? Yeah. Um, I think there's an idea that being outside and around nature connects mm-hmm. you to nature. And, I do and, really and, like birds. And it, it connects your spirit. It, it connects your spirit. I spent a lot of time outdoors when I was a kid. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved the forest. Mm. Loved the smell. Loved looking under logs and stones just go out and turn stuff over and see what was crawling around underneath it you love that i love that you love that yeah i don't i haven't done that in like a really long time i will say i do like certain types of nature i love it when we go to wisconsin and we're visiting my folks in turtle lake because they have a beautiful property where their land like goes out into a point in the lake and it has trees on either side just like framing the land and it's so 
pretty. And I do find that incredibly relaxing. I'll sit in the Adirondack chair and I'll listen to the water, like gently lapping well, on the shore. I think you like that too, because that's, um, there's almost a security to that I because do. you're on a penin, you're on a, like a peninsula. Exactly. I so do. It, it's like a classic thing. This is what people, what they, the tribes did. They wanted to find places that they could defend from one point. Uh-huh. So you feel safe because I you're do. actually surrounded by water on three sides. And I can see the, the both, I can see both ends of the lake. Yeah. It makes me feel better. Yeah. I know what's happening. It makes you feel more secure. There's a lot of reasons for that. Hmm. I mean, I think a lot of personal reasons. Hmm. Um, I just thought but of But so I do like that nature. I just want to be clear, everyone. I like I, you know that why? a you know lot. Why? It's beautiful. You know why I don't go into nature very much? Why? These days. Why? It reminds me of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did a lot of nature time during yeah. that. Pandemic was like outside mm-hmm. now like we 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 went we did so many walks we live on the edge of this cool forest y'all and like and there's a pond highland park there's a pond and yeah. like lou was I feeding mean, the turtle this ancient uh, yeah. turtle we would go feed a turtle every these really huge snapping turtles are just covered in moss green and shit moss and yeah we would feed them uh oranges and we'd put oranges on a stick and feed them but anyway we had a whole route that we went and we walked all the time mm. and it was really great mm-hmm. you know it was um mm. it kind of really saved me and it was a real it was a real salvation and so many other people feel the same way about that period but now it's like i sometimes when i'm reminded of the pandemic mm-hmm. and the level of paranoia that I lived with at that mm-hmm. point, it's it's uh, it's hard. It's yeah. like I kind of don't want to be reminded of that. I hear ya. you. I want to go camping and not think about a bear. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to do. And I, maybe I want a a, a mattress um, that's like a memory foam. Do they have that for camping? Of course. Yeah, they've got it all. I mean, you want to glamp? I think I want to glamp. Yeah, I do. I want to glamp. Yeah. I want to be able to charge my phone. <laughs> I feel like I need to like pay somebody, like pay like some ex-marine mm-hmm. or Navy SEAL. I know you have like just grand dra- fantasies. And just like it. drag me into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna re- we are gonna reconnect with nature now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of the long-running podcast. Raw Impressions, featuring Adele Barlow and Lou Barlow. Thank you for listening to another episode of the long-running podcast, Raw Impressions. To another episode of the long-running podcast, Raw Impressions. To another episode of the long-running podcast, Raw Impressions. To another episode of the long-running podcast, Raw Impressions.